Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Kenitra Bryant, and today's motivational aim targets saved in Christ. For those who are tuning in with me for the first time, I started a six-day Bible study series entitled Sufficiently Secure, Supernaturally Saved, Single, Satisfied, and Set Apart. This podcast series was inspired by a Bible plan I had the opportunity to write years ago, and I wanted to take this time to encourage you. My aim is to encourage you and let you know that whether you are single or married, at the end of the day, you are an individual person. And individual people go through a variety of issues on a daily basis. But in order to navigate through life, we need to know who we are and whose we are. Now, if you are single, whether you've never been married, you're not trying to be married, you're widowed, divorced, or content, I want to let you know there is absolutely nothing wrong with you because you are not married. And you probably already know that, but to reiterate, I want to let you know again, wherever you are in life, whether you are healing from an uncomfortable situation, you're picking up the pieces of what used to be, and handing those pieces to God for him to beautifully craft a future and a hope for you, whether you are in a season of developmental training where God has you isolated and distracted free, whether you are enjoying your identity as a child of God, or you are enjoying your life content where you are in Christ, you are absolutely complete in Christ, no matter the relational status. There are some people who've equated marriage or relationship to mean that happiness is always present and troubles never appear. And that is not true whatsoever. A God-honoring, loving marriage is absolutely beautiful and wonderful. But even in the wonderful times, a couple shares with one another, disappointments happen, and every day is not the best day or the easiest day. In comparing your singleness to someone else's relationship status can be very dangerous and damaging to your mind and your outlook on where God has you. One can get caught up looking at the other side and comparing their lives to someone else and miss out on the great days the Lord has blessed them with. And then you have some people, they're looking at a situation with someone else thinking it's perfect, and then they realize this picture-perfect thing that they're looking at is either old picture, is staged, and it's actually something that they are not even praying for and believing God for. And that happened to me. A number of years ago, I compared my situation to someone else's, and what I did was allow this person's portrayal of their life in pictures bleed over into what I saw with other people posting and what they wanted people to see on social media. And I thought this person who I was comparing myself with, I thought they had it all. This person appeared to be chosen by their spouse and all over social media and in public. This person proclaimed how much they were in love with their spouse and how much their spouse loved them and They had a perfect family. This person expressed how they fell in love and when they fell in love, the year they fell in love. They expressed how it was a beautiful, unexpected, 
romantic story. And I was looking at myself like, man, I was at a loss for words because I was trying to figure some things out. So I thought something was wrong with me because it wasn't only this person, but it was a lot of people in my circle also. They would take their time out and talk about the same things and share it all over social media. And at that time, I was a young 20-something-year-old girl. I still had a lot to learn. And looking back on that season, and also looking back on that season as a grown woman now, I realized that you can't look at what people are presenting you as it relates to pictures and certain things that they want to portray. And that's why God is just so remarkable. And he told us plain as day to walk by faith and not by sight. And he said all this before social media even came out. That's why God is so great. His word is living and active every day. And time doesn't affect God's words. Time has to obey God's word. God is omnipotent because he already knew that at the time of this recording, which is 2020, and then back when social media was just on and popping, what year was that? Like 2005? God already knew that people, his children, would be looking at stuff and about to lose faith, not realizing that God is constantly coming through for them. But then you get caught up looking at things and then losing faith. So God is awesome. So aim to remember to abide by 2 Corinthians, the 5th chapter and the 7th verse, which states, For we walk, we live by faith and not by sight. Aim to not look at what people have going on in these posts and then you're comparing yourself and you're feeling bad. So back to this personal example. See, what I would do is I would look at these images and I look at them and I try to interpret what I thought was true. And I examined certain things, and it got to the point where I was racking my brain to the point where I just had to deactivate social media, period, because I didn't want to see anything. Now, that was good for me to do at the time, but it only works when you renew your mind. If your mind is not renewed and you deactivate and then you get back on, you'll have to deactivate again because you didn't deal with the root of the issue. Because you can deactivate, reactivate, activate over and over again. But unplugging the issue or turning off the screen will not fix the issue that is within. And I had to fix the issues within, which was insecurity, sadness, and the lies stating that I wasn't good enough, I wasn't chosen, I wasn't worthy. Well, look, you out here living this god in life. What does God have for you? They got this and they got that. And they're living a wonderful life. And look at you. Living this God-honoring lifestyle will have you sitting here looking single. Why are you doing this? And I used to look at being single as a problem only because that is what was projected on me. And it was a combination of life experiences that I negatively interpreted for my life because of ignorance and misinterpretation by the wrong voices. And it was my fault because I was supposed to be actively seeking God's voice and listening to God and believing what he said. Now, that came later, but I went without social media for years. 
And it wasn't until about 2012 or 2013 when a group of my students that I was teaching at a college, now they were babies at the time because they were in high school. And I think they were in 10th or 11th grade, but they were taking college courses. So I think when they graduated, they received their associate's degree and their high school diploma. So when they met me, like I said, they were, what, 14, 15, 16 years old. And I taught them. I enjoyed them. They didn't want to leave me alone. They wanted to know everything about me. They didn't want to leave the class that semester without having some type of relationship with me. And they was like, Dr. Brian, you should get on Instagram. It's not like Facebook. You should do it. Please, please get on there so we can stay connected. We love you. We want to be friends forever. You're the best. And I was saying, y'all don't care about me. Y'all will grow up and be on y'all's way. Because that's just how life goes. And they just were so committed and determined that I got an Instagram account. And they were just making all these promises. We're never going to leave you alone once we become friends. And I was just like, okay, whatever. And it took me a while to consider, you know, going through that process of even doing social media. Because I was saying, I don't want to be seeing people. I don't want to be doing that. But I went on and created the account. And... Those students of mine, they good and grown, graduate from college, and those group of students are my friends on Instagram. And that's um, And they hit me up. They still hit me up. I thought they was playing, but they was for real. They were for real. They hit me up on a monthly basis. Dr. Pride, what's up? How you doing? Boy, they, they committed. But... It took me a while to get to that point on Instagram or to get back on social media because I had to renew my mind. That's why I was hesitant because it had nothing to do with looking at the students. I had to deal with the issues of my past and the issues with insecurities and the issues with these specific people where I was comparing myself to thinking that I was less than. And I gained a lot of experience in a variety of areas of my life when I made the committed decision to believe what God said about me and discard the lies that went against God's work in my life. So I was able to begin living in contentment in who I was and whose I was in Christ. And I was confident and then I didn't care as much. And I realized, well, I'm valuable. I'm on top. I'm above. I'm the bomb. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm altogether beautiful and there's no flaw within me. And that's stated in Song of Solomon, the fourth chapter and the seventh verse. And I realized I'm more than a conqueror. I started believing those things, walking in that life and living that life. And my mindset started to shift completely. And my focus shifted also. So now it got to the point where my eyes could see things for what they really were. And the more I pray for wisdom, revelation, and discernment, the Lord continued to bless me with it. And then it was revealed that the things I saw and the times I compared myself and my life to this particular person, all I realized was that it was a distorted view of what they wanted me to see. It was not real. And what I saw 
with this person I compared myself to and other people. It was absolutely shocking what I learned about these people that I compared myself to and where I thought I wanted to be and what I thought I wanted was absolutely heart-wrenching. And it took me a minute to process it. And when I processed it, I had to ask God for forgiveness and thank him at the same time for covering me and protecting me and saving me. See, God allowed me to see certain things over time where he showed me, uh, girl, I was saving you from some stuff. And yes, Jesus saves us. He died on the cross for us, but Jesus saved you also from some things that occur in your day-to-day activities. You are saved in Christ, and some people take that for granted, thinking God's salvation is later on down the line instead of today, right now, this second. No, as a single, as a married person, God saved you from some things that you and God know about. And if I use my personal example, the Lord saved me from several situations, but at the time I was comparing myself to certain people, it's sad to say I wasn't even trying to be saved. It was so bad, I wanted to jump smooth in and swim against God's current plan for my life. But God loved me enough to save me in Christ in more ways than I'll know. Some things have been revealed to me regarding several situations, but I was saved in Christ, and that is nothing to overlook. And I believe if you're listening, you can relate where God saved you from some things too. Some things you want to jump into and do. And you realize, hey, this didn't work out. And then you look back, you're like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You're happy. And you have some people who mistake their salvation in Christ where Jesus has saved them. As it relates to their relational status, they think it's negative. But later on down the line you realize that, oh my gosh, God saved me from some things that could have broke me down. And yes, I know all things are working together for my good, but some things you don't have to go through if you just yield to being saved by Christ. And the very ones, going back to my little personal example, the very ones I compared my life to and wondered, what's wrong with me? What's my problem? I'm sad. I'm hurt. I had to realize and thank God that he saved me from a lot of issues that could have been potentially hurtful, damaging, and unbelievable and painful for not only myself, but any person I was involved with. God saved me from some danger seen and unseen. God saved me from some situations known and unknown. And I am truly saved in Christ. And so are you. Because God is no respect of persons. And when I truly realized that I'm saving Christ, I had to change up my conversation. Where I once complained, now I praise God. And when you really take notice of what God saved you from, you'll find yourself in the car praising God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for saving me. Find yourself going to bed. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. You're waking up in the middle of the night thanking God. 
you find yourself pondering through the day thanking God, it got to the point with me where I would be teaching my students and in the middle of the lecture, like my mind will go back to certain things and I'll just be talking about something. Then I'll just stop and be like, hey, class, and another thing, don't compare yourself to nobody. Leave all that alone. Aim to not, you know, compare yourself to nobody's students. Keep God first because God is saving you from some stuff. And they look at me like, okay, here she go. I find myself talking to my friends and my family saying, don't compare yourself where God has you. Just thank him. Girl, thank the Lord. Boy, thank the Lord. Thank him. <laughs> and they be like, all right. All right, Nietzsche. Okay. So I just want to encourage you to realize that no matter what relational status you're currently in, Remember, the Lord is saving you from certain things. And even if you've been hurt, walked on, walked over, disrespected, rejected, ignored, dismissed, mocked, or even told that you are unlovable, remember all things are working together for your good and you are saved in Christ because you are loved by the creator of the universe. And I'd make it my daily aim to say thank you, Lord, that I'm saved in you and that you love me. And thank you, Lord, for loving me and guiding me and protecting me and saving me. And I have absolute security in you. And just really let that sink in that you're saved in Christ. And it doesn't matter what people say about you. Even if somebody attempts to bring up your past relationships or your current relational status, any type of failure or mistake or troubles, Remember that God loves you and you are saved in Christ. And what could have been, could have been played out worse in your life, but you're saved in Christ and God is saving you and his saving, loving power in your life supersedes anyone's attempts to keep you down or to keep your eyes on things that don't matter. Aim to keep your eyes fixated on the saving power of Christ instead of your situation and aim to not compare yourself to people because that's a snare. Now we all have some work to do. And now that you are, or you recognize that you're saved in Christ, how will you handle the comparison snare? In what ways will you check yourself and tell yourself that you're saved in Christ and you don't need to compare where God has you with someone else? And remember, you are running your own individual race, not anybody else's. And you're doing something totally different. You're maintaining a faith-filled attitude as you wait on receiving what God has for you. Whether it is a relationship, or if it's something God is birthing out of you, or you need to live a life content in Jesus Christ. So what will you do when people begin to respond negatively about where God has you in life? One thing I would do is I would go back to the promises of God and tell myself I'm saved in Christ yesterday, today, tomorrow, and forevermore. Remember, you're saved in Christ, so you have to be on guard. And you can't allow certain things to creep in where it just captivates your mind where you think you're less than. 
even if so-called friends and close family members elect to make fun of your God-honoring lifestyle and decisions. You have to remember, I am saved in Christ. I don't care what you're talking about. God is saving me from some things seen and unseen. This is the route I'm taking. Because there is always, always a benefit for following God. I follow God, I follow Jesus, and I leave all the consequences to him. And if anyone attempts to influence you to go against God or even walk away from you because you seek God first, that's not the relationship for you. It was a learning lesson because whether someone leaves or stays, the truth remains the same. God loves you and you are saved in Christ. God's love is complete, long-lasting, and fresh. God reminds us of his love every day, all day, even before the day we were born. And God loves us so much that he gave his one and only son, Jesus Christ, to die for us while we were still sinners. And we are saved in Christ. So as a single Aim to not compare yourself with others and aim to not believe the lie that you are unlovable and that's why you're single. And then don't believe the lie that marriage is the only qualifier in determining if somebody's lovable, valuable, or worthy of love. Don't believe the lie that you have to pay your dues in ungodly, trashy, toxic relationships to one day receive love. Don't fall into comparison snares. Remember, you are saved in Christ and God's love for you supersedes any person's love for you, no matter who it is. God is love. When one knows in their heart that God loves them, Satan's lies can be swatted down because whether married, single, widowed, divorced, or rejected by man, God loves you. And you are saved in Christ. Remember, when God loves, it is unconditional, real, and forever. Knowing this truth, individuals, single people, single individual human beings can begin seeking God first and aim to be an imitator of Christ while loving God, loving one another, and themselves. No longer allow the lies of Satan to pierce your heart and mind declaring that no one loves you because you're single. Don't believe that. I'm going to keep stressing that. That's a lie. Debunk all the lies with the truth. And remember, there is one who loves me. He loves me so much that he supernaturally saved me. Receive God's love confidently today and don't allow relationship status, a comparison snare, or the lack of understanding where God has you currently define your worth and God's love for you. And the scripture I want to leave you with is John the third chapter in the 16th verse, which many of you are familiar with, but it reads, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. I chose the scripture for you as an encouraging reminder that God has you covered. John 3.16 is one of the most well-known verses of scripture in the Bible. God's love for us is so strong, it goes beyond words. God the Father gave his one and only son, Jesus Christ, 
as a substitute for sinful human beings. We are all sinners, but Jesus saved us all by dying in our place, bearing our sins. And we are truly saved in Christ, but in order to receive the free gift of salvation, it requires faith. But the fact that we are saved in Christ illustrates that the love we have, the love that Jesus provides is stronger than any person can offer anyone. And although relationships are great, the love of Jesus Christ is absolutely supreme. And that alone is encouraging because we don't have to compare ourselves to other people and try to determine if someone loves us when we are already lovable. No, we are saved in Christ, so that confirms how lovable we are. So be encouraged and know without a doubt that you don't have to compare yourself to anybody. You don't have to look at your relationship status to think if you're lovable. Remember, God has you right where you need to be. He has saved you, and he's saving you from some things that you know about and that you don't know about. And you have the incomparable saving love of Jesus Christ with you in your day-to-day operations and forever. So be encouraged, okay? Thanks for tuning in. Visit drkenitrabryant.com to download the Sufficiently Secure, Supernaturally Saved, Single, Satisfied, and Set-Apart Devotional on the site You can order inspirational apparel and you have the option to connect with me on Instagram at aim towards the target. And another way to connect with me is on the YouVersion Bible app where you can subscribe and complete a variety of Bible plans individually or collectively with your friends, your co-workers and family. Remain encouraged as God strengthens you to be sufficiently secure in who you are. Thank him that he supernaturally saved you. Praise God that he's keeping you. Praise God that he's satisfying you and setting you apart for great things in your life. Enjoy your day. Peace and God bless.